Anthropology is a field that oftentimes conjures up ideas of travel, a person experiencing new and different cultures, having a sort of worldly knowledge and perspective of understanding. Additionally, in this globalized world, travel is easier and more accessible than ever, with people of all backgrounds engaging in tourism. This podcast will briefly explore this expansive theme of tourism, analyzing specifically volunteer tourism, through an anthropological lens to consider the benefits of exchange that accompany traveling and some of the more insidious harms it can cause. Much of this information within this podcast was is credited to an Anthropology of Tourism class that Professor Audrey Ricci taught at IUPUI in 2019. Traveling is a tool that people can use to help them situate their existence in the world, to communicate and broaden one's scope of understanding. To lay a scene, imagine you are a high school student living in a small town in the Midwest, and you see a flyer posted in the library about a mission trip for 10 days taking place this summer in Guatemala. You eagerly ask your parents to help you prepare for this opportunity, and they willingly agree, seeing as this will be a chance for you to make a difference in someone's life. It doesn't hurt that you, a low-class, middle, low-to-middle-class student, have never left the country and have always dreamt of seeing the world. This is not an uncommon experience for numerous high schoolers. One study conducted in 2005 by Robert Winthnow estimates that in the United States alone, 1.6 million students partake in a short-term mission trip every year. In many ways, the promises that accompany these trips live up to or even exceed student expectations, with many people citing an experience like that as being a monumental memory that fundamentally shapes their life. To revisit the scene that was laid earlier, You perhaps have spent months preparing for this, buying the plane ticket, packing, attending meetings to help inform you about customs and norms that should be respected. When you finally arrive, you are blown away by the change of environment, how different everything seems, the lush forests and mountains, the structures and architecture of the buildings, the sweet and kind children you meet while at the orphanage, the local food that is prepared for you. You finally board the plane back home after 10 days to return to your own suburban home with a new experience that will probably consume your conversations for a couple of weeks after you return. A main point of contention between volunteer tourism and its desired impact is the demographic of people going overseas who are typically young and unaware of the cultures and histories of the places they're visiting. Although sometimes they may receive some insightful historical information to add context to their trip, usually it is not comprehensive or even a main point. Additionally, there is very rarely any language or skill training required for these trips, and so the types of volunteer work that can be accomplished is severely restricted. Furthermore, The accommodations that students from the United States have become so used to may not translate as seamlessly in other countries. The resource of water, for example, is typically perceived much differently in other countries than in the United States and can cost much more than what students may be used to. 
Other consequences that have been attributed to volunteer tourism and mission trips is the perpetuation of stereotypes that imply that people in these countries being visited need help from Western people that realistically does little to extinguish any inequalities and instead fuels a white savior complex. Additionally, the constant fluctuation and rotation of groups that may visit a specific uh, orphanage in a country can contribute to attachment issues that the children have to overcome in their lifetimes. To think differently about how aid could be offered, I propose that the thousands of dollars that are being spent on plane tickets alone should be and could be used to hire local carpenters in the country being visited to provide them with a financial opportunity that will probably benefit the community more than a school group of young white teenagers ever could. With all that being said, however, I was that high school student in small town Midwest who was provided with the opportunity to go on a mission trip. Before I even partook, I was to some extent aware of the damage this trip could potentially have on the community I was visiting, but I was convinced that what I was being told by my group leader was true about the benefits that we could provide. And I would be lying if I said that that experience didn't shape me tremendously and inspired me to actively pursue an anthropological career to explore more how histories of colonialization and imperialism have lasting and real effects in the world today and can completely skew how people perceive their global neighbors.